Putin, Zelensky, Biden, NATO, and Eastern Europe at war. You are listening to continuing coverage of war in Ukraine on The John DePietro Show. AM 1380, 99.9 FM, WNRI. Listen live online at DePietro.com. Let's go live now to the border of Ukraine and John DePietro. And we are now live. Okay. And folks, good afternoon and uh, happy St. Patrick's Day. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can uh, always listen online at our website, DePietro.com. Local time, it is 1237. And again, we are uh, coming to you overseas, part of our uh, extended coverage, World at War. Now, I I recognize it is St. Patrick's Day, but uh, folks, the war is not ending. It is not stopping. And so, um, and I hope you are enjoying the live coverage that we're bringing with you, especially that you just heard just a few moments ago, that interview where that uh, gentleman from Scotland, I think he said he knows JR, but no, they, um, I stumbled upon them. The, they're some of the foreign Foreign Legion, foreign fighters, um, Ukraine said, listen, if you're somewhere in the world and you want to help our effort and, and you can sign up on the website. And as you can imagine, people people are signing up on the website. There's all different people seemingly that maybe they no matter where they are in the world, but they always thought about maybe engaging in in war and getting involved in this. And so they've been uh, getting in. So the the interview you you heard that we played just a few moments ago, I mean, that particular individual, they've been there. They seem frustrated. They've been there for days. But I I think that they are actually vetting some of these individuals and trying to determine, you know, is this someone that has the experience? How can we best use them? And is this someone that we really want to you know, give them um, some weapons of war in in a war zone, because obviously, uh, you know, a lot of things can go wrong. So this portion of the John DePietro show, folks, again, if I was in Rhode Island and not in Eastern Europe, I would be heading over right now as we speak. I'd be jumping around, but I'd be at the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. It is St. Patrick's Day at the Lodge which means everybody is having a good time. Stop in or maybe at K's. I bet K's is packed right now. Actually, maybe I'd probably stop into K's and first have a, a corned beef sandwich and then head over to the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Folks, I encourage you again, visit the website, depetro.com. And again, I want to just make sure we're all up to speed that uh, right now, uh, the local time, obviously, it's it's 1239 and, and it is a busy day, but I want to bring you up to speed the latest. And as I was telling you, um, I think it's interesting that right now Putin is so angry. And one of the reasons that he's angry is because, number one, that President Biden called him a war criminal, which he is. He is not someone that should be defended. This is not, folks, this is no time for I'm not on either side. No, you're on a side. Because he wants to, this is, uh, this is in fact, that they want to go after us, the West. 
So here's some of the latest headlines. Putin arrests military chief for leaking. So he feels his some of his guys are turning against him and leaking information. How about this? Soldiers shooting themselves to get off front line. Think how sad that is. That some of the Russian soldiers, instead of being on the front line where they have to fight Ukraine, they're shooting themselves to try to get out of it. Ukraine mounts counteroffensive to drive Russia back from the capital. I, this, the proper way to look at this is this is winnable for Ukraine. The longer this go, goes, the worse it is for Putin. The worse it is for Russia. The invasion is apparently stalled on all fronts. Ruined game plan visible in South. Graveyard of tanks. Our revamped military fumbled. I like this. We're inside the propaganda bubble where war isn't war. A lot of that going on. Schwarzenegger invokes Nazi father and emotional plea. I haven't heard about that. Violin becomes the weapon of resistance in shelters. Also the piano. And government sites face unprecedented cyber attacks. Moscow claims they will put the USA in their place. So, um, and it is uh, frightening that a lot of Democrats, as a matter of fact, have said that if the United States was ever attacked, they would most likely just surrender and they would, um, they would in fact then just become refugees and, and live somewhere else. And, um, and think how, how pathetic and, and sad that is. Absolutely not. The, um, the, the folks, the, the reason why they're fighting and also be careful. Oh, look at that. Kamala Harris loses her ninth staffer since June. Um, be careful of any traitor or spy that says um, be, be careful of anyone that is saying what Ukraine needs to do is surrender. So I want to go to um, Alyssa Farah who I got to know when she worked in the Trump administration. She was on The View, and I want to play. This is her saying, Donald Trump is not president anymore. We have a humanitarian crisis. We have a war taking place. And going over, The View locks horns with former Trump official over Republicans' response to sending military aid to Ukraine. If we can pull up, play the cut of Alyssa Farah. Not president anymore, and we have a humanitarian. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, you know what? You, that just, say, I'm sorry. You why? cannot stand up and say, "Hey, he's no, no, this guy's I, not doing his job. He did. No, he's doing what he's no, supposed I'm to do." is asking for, if you don't want to know fly zone, which there are very good arguments for and against, he's asking for MIGs, for military aircraft that will allow him to enforce a no-fly zone. I understand all that. What I'm taking offense at is that the fact that these people are suddenly all concerned now about what's happening. And how concerned are they if last Thursday, 31 Republicans voted against providing military aid for the Ukraine? All right, this... This is the politics that that we can all do without, where this becomes, listen, there's going to be people late to the party, right? There's going to be people late to the game. There's going to be people that right now are in the bunker and they're just dwelling on misinformation. So, but what what needs to happen, um, Japan spots four Russian warships laden with military trucks sailing west, possibly to Europe. I think we should sink them. 
I think we should absolutely sink them. Um, I say no mercy. Give them all they got. Absolutely open up. I'm getting some of your email. If you want to send me an email, by the way, if you want to send an email, go to my uh, website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. And then all you have to do is click on Contact John, and then you can uh, get a hold of me that way. All right, I do want to bring you, folks, some of the latest now, again, in it all. This is a pivotal 48 hours. The next 48 hours are pivotal because if the invasion is stalled and the Russians are absolutely being crushed right now, um, that that is positive with compiled with us starting to supply Ukraine the type of weapons that they need. And I mean real weapons. So let's play uh, Ukrainian president, Ukrainian president, excuse me, Zelensky appealed to the U.S. more help. White House has responded. President Biden referred to Putin as a war criminal for the first time, and it's about time. I don't know what took him so long to even admit that. But let me, uh, let me play a little, here we go, a little sound. Ukraine a badly needed resupply of critical military equipment from the U.S. Part of a new $800 million aid package announced by President Biden Wednesday. The American people are answering President Zelensky's call for more help, more weapons for Ukraine. After condemning Vladimir Putin's war for what he calls its appalling devastation and horror, the president for the first time accused Putin of war crimes. I think he is a war criminal. To repel the Russian invasion, the U.S. is sending Ukraine an arsenal, 800 Stinger anti-aircraft systems, 9,000 anti-tank weapons, and 100 deadly drones that can strike targets from miles away. It follows President Zelensky's pointed and powerful address to Congress invoking the worst attacks in American history to capture the plight of his people. Remember Pearl Harbor. Remember September the 11th. Our country experience the same every day. Zelensky urging the U.S. to get tougher with Russia, calling for the establishment of a no-fly zone, or alternatively, the transfer of Soviet-era fighter jets for Ukraine to do it itself. A move President Biden opposes, warning it would spark World War III. Republicans calling on the president to give Zelensky what he's asking for. Yep. We need them to win. And to win, they need to kill Russians. That's and right. To Russians, they need more weapons. That's right. Zelensky concluding his Damn remarks right. in English with a message to President Biden himself. I wish you to be the leader of the world. Being the leader of the world means to be the leader of peace. Zelensky bringing both parties together and bringing them to their feet. Excellent. And the White House pushing back on the argument that it is not doing enough so far, emphasizing that the U.S. has been the single biggest contributor of weapons to Ukraine by far. And as for the president's condemnation of Vladimir Putin as a war criminal, the White House says Good. the president was offering his opinion that yep. a formal investigation uh, internationally into possible war Take criminals, out. those are ongoing. Kill him. But the Kremlin is denouncing the president's words. Too bad. Calling them unacceptable Good. and unforgivable. God. Frank and Hoda, our chief White House. The only one I hate more than Putin are the defenders of Putin. And I may read some of their 
uh, tweets coming up. Again, folks, on the St. Patrick's Day, it's 1248. You're listening to the John DePietro Show at AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of our program and our coverage overseas, Juan Goes to War, is brought to you by the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. Folks, stop in. If I was in Rhode Island right now, I'd be knee-deep in some brew at the Coesed Inn. I love St. Patrick's Day. It's a different type of St. Patrick's Day when you're near this part of the world. But duty calls, and I have answered the call, but stop and see them. And delicious corned beef sandwiches and much more. It's all at the Coesed Inn. Now, the situation with the fighting. Let's go to it. Ukrainian civilians. Critical infrastructure under attack. Russian forces some fear food storage. Could be next. Let's go to this report. Here we go. That refugee crisis, another catastrophic fallout of this war in Ukraine. Food insecurity with millions on the move. And with the United Nations calls, severe shortages looming. A lot of people there don't know where or what they are going to eat. Uh. Jacob Zubroff has more on, on one effort that's trying to change that. Jacob, good morning to you. Craig, good morning to you. The World Food Program is warning that people living in Ukraine may very soon reach emergency levels of hunger and malnutrition. Uh. What's happening inside this facility is an attempt to make sure that does not happen. Take a look. This kitchen is run by the World Central Kitchen, the organization founded oh, yeah. by Chef Jose Andres. I interviewed them yesterday. Ukrainian chefs, local Ukrainian volunteers that have partnered with this effort. During this war, this effort has scaled up exponentially. The whole idea is to make sure... With Ukrainian civilians and critical infrastructure like hospitals, schools, and supply routes under Russian attack, some fear food storage could be next. In a normal report, I would tell you exactly where we are, but I can't because this food, all this food, in the middle of a war couldn't be a more valuable commodity. The whereabouts of these apples, potatoes, and cabbages are being protected by Nate Mook, the executive director of World Central Kitchen. Some of it ends up here, where we met Nate and his Ukrainian partner, Yulia Stefaniuk, at one of the largest shelters in Lviv. For about 700 people currently, we bring lunch and dinner every day. Man, it's not life. So what's in here? Uh, these are hot meals being prepped out of our uh, partner kitchen with Fest. We brought the food into a makeshift cafeteria inside the Soviet-era university. You have such a big smile on your face in, in the middle of a war. What is it that's... That no, you, my power. Your smile is your power. This is your way of fighting. Yeah. Some people have weapons. I mind weapons is spoon and knife. With their local partners, World Central Kitchens fed a million people since the start of the war in Ukraine in 14 different cities and is now feeding 100,000 meals a day in five countries in the region. Have you guys ever operated in a war zone before? We haven't. We've operated in challenging places like Haiti and Venezuela, but of course this is a, a totally different environment. So this is one of the rooms where families are living. So there's 10 rooms like this around the university. What was this room normally? So this was a gymnasium. By the time we made it back to the cafeteria, people were already eating. These two women are from hard-hit Irpin. What's it like to be here? You can say it's good, she told me. It's a little bit cold, but more or less, it's fine. What about to have a meal like this, a hot meal? Of course we're so happy, she said. In our city, there's no gas, no water, nothing. People live in the basements. That's hard for you. Of course, she says. It's different. 
but we're here together. Chef Jose Andres called us last night and he told us his whole mission is to build longer tables to bring people together. It is so desperately needed here in Ukraine right now, especially with people going hungry. Craig? What an amazing mission it is, too. Uh, Jacob's- All right, folks, again, um, good afternoon on this St. Patrick's Day. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of our show and folks, we have so many uh, different individuals that I want to thank that have been big supporters of the program. And a huge one is, in fact, our friends with Brood Awakenings. Stop it and see them. And especially, they're catching some unnecessary heat for simply allowing someone to have a discussion on critical race theory. And, and that is disgraceful some of the people that were protesting outside of Brood Awakening. So stop in, give them some business. I can't wait to uh, visit them when I get back. Two locations in Johnston. Uh, David is just fantastic. Also, fresh ingredients, cozy environment, big screen TVs. You will discover the brew difference at Brood Awakenings. So right now, it is 1253. It's um, Thursday. It is St. Patrick's Day. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. I want to, again, encourage you, visit the website, depetro.com. Another place that will be rocking today with St. Patrick's Day is Senadale Revival. Comfort, food, and cocktails pop in. I can't wait. Once I return to the United States, I'm going to pop in a Senadale Revival, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. Shane runs just a uh, fantastic, fantastic place. Great food, great drinks. Folks, they're waiting for you at Senadale Revival. I also want to give a big shout out to Paul Manville, John the Roofer. He's saying, Juan, we love the coverage. I should have come of, should have come along with you. I would have been your security. We could have used him. Folks, uh, call John the Roofer today, and I appreciate the support from uh, the great Paul Manville. one 906 roof John the Roofer, residential commercial roofing. So our coverage will continue. And again, the next 24 to 48 hours. Now, President Biden has a call with China tomorrow. And this is one of those pivotal moments. China, you know, everyone is waiting to see what China is going to do. Are they going to remain on the sidelines? Are they going to get... More involved in this are, you know, how much are they going to get involved? This would be something uh, this would be pivotal if in some way that that um, that China would almost betray Putin by not carrying out on their plan. But again, folks, I, I recognize there's a lot of misinformation that is out there, but I'm telling you, I think a lot of the. Reporting has been tremendous. There's, um, you know, let me just say, Biden calling Putin a war criminal. It's really rhetorical device. That's how Biden used it. The idea that we will see Putin in the dock of the International Criminal Court is not something very likely, meaning he's not going to end up the Hague. So they're talking to different people. But it's definitely important to identify him that way. Um, Let's see. Biden confirms he met with the Irish leader, Michael Martin, for seven and a half minutes at the building museum yesterday. A source told me White House simply responded, saying the Irish leader was, quote, not a close contact to Biden. So um, I think that has to do with some of the people that are that are coming down with uh, COVID. Now, if you haven't seen it, visit the website to Petro.com. I have that. Think of that. A little nine year old girl from Ukraine. I said to her, what is your wish 
you know, what is your message to the American people, the U.S.? And all she said was, no fly zone. Boy, that President Zelensky shakes hands with a 16-year-old girl injured as she fled with her family, the invasion of Ukraine. Folks, take a side. You know, there are so many people that are just so um, disappointing right now with their po- pro-Putin talking, to- uh, talking points. People almost seem upset. Oh, if you say that you support Putin, you're a traitor. Listen, then come out and say that then. But I- I'm just so disappointed with some people with... Um, this business of the left is trying to cancel Russia. What are you talking about? Same way they cancel. No, it is, it's different. He's killing people. There's a huge difference of that. Um, let me see. Marjorie Taylor Greene parrots Russian propaganda claim that the revolution was a U.S.-backed coup. You know, she is, she, her problem, Marjorie Taylor Greene, is she just doesn't know history and it's really coming out and I'm starting to find her. And some people, I thought you liked her. I Listen, folks, you know, if someone behaves in this manner where they are um, parroting talking points from the Kremlin, all bets are off. I, I just don't understand how... You know, in certain people that in the past have kind of liked a lot of their work or you kind of agree with them. Listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI.